the bombs bursting in air gave proof through the night that our flag was still there. Oh, Christmas to everybody. Uh, let me say Merry Christmas to our Walton campus or our Coney campus, everybody who's watching online. And we have a lot of people traveling already. Merry Christmas to you guys. Merry Christmas to those who couldn't make it because you're quarantining or you're being safe or whatever the case may be. So I tell you what, I got, I got, I got chills and tears in my eyes singing those Christmas songs. Can we, can we give our band a hand at all of our campuses? Let's give our band hand. So one of, one of the traditions that a lot of us have at Christmas time is the giving and receiving of gifts. I'm talking about the presents. Are the kids excited about the presents? Are y'all, are y'all excited about uh, the presents? Now, now, there's different kinds of presents. So there's, there's like small presents, there's big presents, there's inexpensive presents, there's extravagant presents. There are presents that we forget about in in about three hours, and there are presents that we remember for the rest of our lives. I want you guys to think about the greatest present that you ever received for Christmas. Like, like think about what what is the greatest present you ever received for Christmas? Now, different families have different uh, traditions. Some families open a gift on Christmas Eve and then they open the rest on Christmas Day. Some families open them all on Christmas Eve. Some some families open them all uh, on Christmas Day. Now, I'm incredibly blessed today because my entire family is here. Uh, My mom and dad drove up from Mississippi. Jennifer's dad walked into the church today. Yeah. Oh, go ahead and stand up. Go ahead and stand up. Yeah. Oh, my gosh. You get me teary-eyed. So if you didn't know, Jennifer's dad was, was in a wheelchair, and we didn't know if he was going to walk again, and he has he uh, walked in here today. So uh, her mom, Jennifer's mom and dad are here. My son's here. My daughters are here. My new son-in-law is here. So it's a... It's a very special day, and so, you know, Jennifer and I, we have different traditions when it comes to opening gifts. My family, when I was growing up and when I was a kid, Sunday morning was like a free-for-all. So, you know, you had your pile of gifts, and there, there was no game plan. You just like, I remember being a kid, you just dove in and papers flying everywhere. Everybody's opening the gifts at the same time. It's just, it's like chaos, right? Jennifer's family very structured, very organized. There are rules to opening presents, 
Only one person can open a present at a time. And you start with the youngest. Like the youngest person, so Jesse's the youngest in our family. So, so, so you start with Jesse, and then you go the next, like one at a time, you put the paper into the, into the trash bag, you know, as you go. And it's just this very structured, organized thing. So different families are different. And Jennifer and I have started our own traditions. And uh, Jennifer and I have, have had a lot of expenses uh, this month. And, and so about a month ago, we said, you know what? Let's, let's not buy each other a Christmas present. I don't know if you've ever worked that deal out with your spouse. And, and then about three weeks ago, I, I said, Jennifer, like we're not buying each other gifts, right? Like, like I didn't get you a gift. You didn't get me a gift, did you? And then like two days ago, I'm just like, I'm just checking in. Like I didn't buy you anything, did, like you didn't buy me anything. And some of the older husbands in the room are, are starting to get a little bit nervous. I want you guys to know this isn't my first rodeo, okay? And for the younger husbands out there, if your wife says, don't buy me anything for Christmas, she doesn't mean it. She doesn't mean that. Like, like those are the words that might be coming out of her lips, but that's not really what she means. And so if you have fallen for this trap, Walgreens is open till 11 p.m., okay? I'm just saying. Like, you might want to run an errand after church and take care of business, okay? So, we've been in the middle of this series called Christmas at the Movies. We've been having a lot of fun, popcorn, Cokes, candy. We've been looking at different Christmas movies and the spiritual meaning behind these, behind these movies. And everybody's been asking me, are we going to do a Christmas story? Of course we're gonna do a Christmas story. It's like the, the greatest Christmas movie of all time. So all Ralphie wants for Christmas is a Red Ryder BB gun, right? And he tells everybody. He, he, he talks to his parents about it repeatedly. He writes a school paper about it, talk, you know, lets his teacher know about it. He goes to the mall and he has a personal face-to-face -face with Santa Claus just to make sure that everybody knows that all he wants for Christmas is a Red Ryder BB gun. And everybody tells him the same thing. You'll shoot your eye out, kid. All right, so let's check out this clip from A Christmas Story. My God, would you look at that mess? Mm -hmm. Who's gonna clean the papers up? Not me. Oh, no. no. Granny did it last year. Well, you can do it again. Mm. You know, this wine's not bad. Well, it's not good either, but he wants it. Yeah. No, you don't. Oh. Did you have a nice Christmas? Yeah, pretty nice. Yeah, did you get everything you wanted? Mm, almost. Almost, huh? Mm. Well, that's, that's, that's life. Well, it's always next Christmas. Yeah. Mm. Hey, that's funny. What's that over there behind the desk? Where? Behind the desk against the wall over there. Why don't you go check it out? Come on. What have you put over there, honey? I, 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 Santa Claus probably brought it. 
Things are dangerous. No, no, put on your galoshes and your coat. It's cold out. I, I had one when I was eight years old. What if he hurts himself? Yeah. Tommy, your coat! Don't shoot any animals or birds. Except the bumpers' is dogs. Oh. <laughs> Isn't that the best? I mean, that just, it, it brings back fond memories for me watching that movie, because I, I remember being eight or nine years old and getting a Red Ryder BB gun for Christmas, and I remember, you know, pouring the BBs into the, into the BB gun and, and being so excited about it. And, and it could have been the, I've had a lot of great Christmas gifts, but that could have been the, the best Christmas gift I ever got. What's the greatest Christmas gift that you ever got? I wanna, I wanna talk today about the greatest gift of all time. And that's why we're here on Christmas Eve to celebrate the, the gift of Jesus Christ, the gift that God gave us, his only son. And it's Christmas Eve, and so I have to read the Christmas story. It's part of our tradition. It's part of my tradition at our house before we open gifts. We always read the Christmas story. So I'm going to read the Christmas story. And we're going to talk about the greatest Christmas gift ever given. Luke chapter 2. In those days, Caesar Augustus issued a decree that a census should be taken of the entire Roman world. This was the first census that took place while Quirinius was governor of Syria. And everyone went to his own town to register. So Joseph also went up from the town of Nazareth in Galilee to Judea, to Bethlehem, the town of David, because he belonged to the house and line of David. He went there to register with Mary, who was pledged to be married to him and was expecting a child. While they were there, the time came for the baby to be born, and she gave birth to her firstborn, a son. She wrapped him in cloths and placed him in a manger, because there was no room for them in the inn. And there were shepherds living out in the fields nearby, keeping watch over their flocks at night. An angel of the Lord appeared to them, and the glory of the Lord shone around them, and they were terrified. But the angel said to them, do not be afraid. I bring you good news of great joy that will be for all the people. Today in the town of David, a Savior has been born to you. He is Christ the Lord. This will be a sign to you. You will find a baby wrapped in cloths and lying in a manger. Suddenly a great company of heavenly hosts appeared with the angel, praising God and saying, glory to God in the highest and on earth peace to men on whom his favor rests. 
When the angels had left them and gone into heaven, the shepherds said to one another, let's go to Bethlehem and see this thing that has happened, which the Lord has told us about. So they hurried off and found Mary and Joseph and the baby who was lying in a manger. When they had seen him, they spread the word concerning what had been told them about this child. And all who heard it were amazed at what the shepherds said to them. But Mary treasured up all these things and pondered them in her heart. The shepherds returned glorifying and praising God for all the things they had heard and seen, which were just as they had been told. The greatest gift of all time. It says that, that Mary treasured up these things in her heart. It says that the shepherds went proclaiming and, and telling everybody, like, go tell it on the mountain that Jesus has been born. What, what does it mean to you that Jesus, the Savior of the world, has been born? That we've received the greatest gift of all time, that this, this child wrapped in cloth and laying in a manger, this incredible gift, this Christmas Eve, I want you to think about what does this gift mean to you? And Jesus isn't just the gift of a, of a baby. He's the son of God. He was born by the Virgin Mary. He was born without sin. We were all born into sin. Jesus was born perfect. Jesus lives a perfect life. Therefore, he's the perfect sacrifice. He dies on the cross for our sins. Jesus is buried. He goes to hell for us spends three days there, and on the third day, he raises from the grave. Jesus conquers sin and conquers death and conquers hell. Rises from the grave and now sits at the right hand of the throne of God. And we too, through faith in Jesus Christ, can conquer sin and conquer death and conquer hell and rise from the grave and spend eternity in heaven with God. Can I get an amen? This is the Christmas story. This is the gospel. This is the good news. Today in the town of David, a Savior has been born to you. He is Christ the Lord. I want to talk about the greatest gift of all time. John 3, 16, one of the famous, one of the most famous Bible verses says, For God so loved the world that he gave. He gave his one and only son that whoever believes in him shall not perish but have eternal life. God gave us the gift of a relationship. For God so loved the world. He gave us the gift of love. He gave us the gift of a relationship. You cannot buy love. It was freely given to us. First John 4, 9 and 10 says, God showed how much he loved us by sending his one and only son into the world so that we might have eternal life through him. This is real love. Not that we love God, but that he loved us and sent his son as an atoning, as a sacrifice to take away our sins. This is real love. The gift of love, the gift of a relationship with God. It says in John 17, three, now this is eternal life, that they may know you, the only true God in Jesus Christ, whom you have this is eternal life, to know Jesus, to have a relationship with him. He gave us the gift of a relationship. You cannot buy a relationship. You can't buy love. It's only freely given. 
The thought that we have a personal relationship with God, that he knows us by name, that he's numbered our days, that, that he knows the number of hairs that we have on our head. He's not some faraway God. He's a personal, up close and intimate God. God gave us the gift of eternal life. Of course, he breathes life into our lungs, but he gives us eternal life, living forever. It says in John 3, 16, for God so loved the world that he gave his one and only son that whoever believes in him should not perish but have eternal life. The gift of eternal life, the gift of living forever. I think deep in our hearts, we all know that we were created for more than just this life. God has given all of us this desire to live for eternity, to live forever, and deep down we all know that there's more to this life than simply living and dying. Romans 6, 23 says, for the wages of sin is death. The wages are the penalty of our sin, and we're all sinful, we've all fallen short, nobody's perfect. The penalty for our sin is death or spiritual separation, or the Bible uses the term hell. But, but there's hope, there's more to the story. But the gift of God is eternal life through Jesus Christ our Lord. He's given us the free gift of eternal life through his son, Jesus Christ. And God gave us the gift of grace. For God so loved the world that he, that he gave. Salvation in heaven is, is a gift. It is the gift of grace. We can't work our way to heaven. We can't earn our way. We can't earn our salvation. It's a free gift and it can only be given by God. It says in Ephesians 2, 8, 9, for it is by grace you have been saved through faith. And this not from yourselves, it is the gift of God, not by works so that no one can boast. We are saved by God's amazing grace. Salvation is not something we earn. It's not something we can, we can work our way for, work our way to heaven. It can only be given. And the Bible makes it very clear that God has given everybody the opportunity to have this free gift of eternal life. It says in John three sixteen, for God so loved the world that he gave his one and only son that whoever believes, the invitation, the gift is open to whoever believes. It doesn't matter who you are, it doesn't matter where you've been, it doesn't matter what you've done, this gift is available to you, God's gift of eternal life. But just like any other gift, it's available to everybody, but we have to receive the gift. We have to accept the gift. We have to accept Jesus. There's so many people around the world who don't receive the gift. They have re rejected Jesus. They don't believe in Jesus. They haven't put their faith in Jesus. But he gives us the opportunity to receive the gift, the gift of eternal life, the gift of grace, the gift of, of a relationship with him. This Christmas, I wanna ask you, have you received the gift? Do you know beyond a shadow of a doubt that you're gonna spend eternity in heaven with God? And those of you who know that, 
What does it mean to you? How important is it to you? And how does it change your life that you have received the greatest gift of all time? And if you haven't received the gift or you're not sure if you, if you have accepted Jesus Christ into your life, I wanna encourage you right now to put your faith in Jesus, to open the gift, to receive the gift, to put your faith in Jesus. It says in John 1, 12, yet to all who received him, to all who received the gift, to those who believe in his name, he gave the right to become children of God. I wanna give you the opportunity right now to receive the greatest gift of all time, and there's no better time than Christmas to put our faith in Jesus. Okay, let's pray together. God, I thank you so much for sending your son, Jesus Christ, to die on the cross for our sins. As we talked earlier, God, this, this is real love. Not that we loved you, but that you loved us and sent your son as a sacrifice for our sins. God, I thank you for the gift of relationship. I thank you for the gift of eternal life. I thank you for the gift of grace. I thank you for reminding us this Christmas season of the greatest gift of all. And I pray, God, there's anyone here, anyone watching, anyone listening who is unsure if they've accepted the gift. I pray, God, that right now they will accept the gift of Jesus Christ into their life. And you can do that. You just say a little prayer. God, I received the gift. I ask Jesus Christ to come into my life to change my life, to forgive me of my sins and give me eternal life. God, I thank you so much that we don't have to work our way to heaven. It's not about how many times we come to church or how often we read our Bible, but it's only by your grace that you freely have given to us. And that's why we come and that's why we celebrate and that's why we sing and that's why we're living our lives for you. God, you gave us everything. We wanna give you everything. We pray it all in your son's precious and holy name. Amen.